0: would you fuck that blue hole blow hole yeah
1: oh echo the dolphin no I'm not into bestiality
0: why not it's all because, the rage with the kids these days
1: well then I don't understand this newfangled youth and their weird obsession with animal fucking I don't I don't get it I'm not into it I'm sorry I'm uncool I'm unhip I'll accept that
0: yeah <sighs> Okay. Fair enough. This episode is uh, my debut.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Enter Pangelina yeah. is what the episode should be called.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, so this episode, I gotta look up what the date was that it aired. It's, it's random. It'll be in the description, but it's probably from... Two thousand seven. Either November, December, or January. Let me just look it up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I was playing Xenosaga? Xenosaga still? Or you were?
1: Probably. I wanna say uh, <coughs> uh um me accidentally deleting a save data may come up in this episode.
0: Uh it didn't. Oh, never Z- mind maybe. then. But, uh, Joe had finally made his first purchase after three months for his PS3. Yeah. Uh, and it was Ratchet & Clank.
1: I remember when those games were all the rage. Really, platforming just saw a big, uh, resurgence.
0: I'm looking at the, the website. I'm trying to find the exact date. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm looking at the... You can go to our old website at, uh, If you go through the internet archive, it's at notanothergamingpodcast.com and there's, I'm looking, January 21st 2008, there's, uh, someone just posted a picture of two Asian girls in bikinis with a stormtrooper. (coughs) And, uh, I'm assuming this was Joe, and the only thing written is the headline and it says, ah yes, that stormtrooper getting some love. Uh, and then the the smiley face he does with a little dash for the Anyway, there is a, a post on there, and it just says 2007 to 2008. <laughs> uh, and this is when I guess we went back and and, and uploaded everything proper, so he didn't have dates, but it looks like it was He went yeah. back and did that on the tw- in 2008. I wish I could find the original dis- descriptions, because they were pretty... Strange? Uh, yeah, looks like Joe just listened to it barely, and all he wrote was We talk about what we have been playing, and how we will all never be able to play Crisis, and oh so much more. Yeah, Crisis. Uh, yeah, so we talked about that in the news, and you were
1: pretty. I I think I was upset.
0: Yeah, you were. uh, But we're getting ahead of ourselves. I was playing Way of the Samurai. Ah, a good one. <laughs> mhm. A uh, <the> purple disc. <laughs> yeah, which you brought up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I thought it was fascinating. I I don't think I realized until later that a uh, purple disc meant it was actually on a CD, cheaper to make than than uh, DVDs, if your game was small enough. Yeah. Uh, which that game was, but that game it's a tight little masterpiece. Yeah, uh, looks like I, I wrote down in my notes that uh, Joe hasn't played MGS3 yet. I'm not sure if he actually has started recently, in the last couple of years. <laughs> at this point, he had still not, and it was 2007.
1: Yeah, it's gone from running gag to institution.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if he played it. I know he went back to MGS1. Uh, yeah, I want to say
1: one of the, uh the uh, resurrection episodes he's talking about how he uh, started Mm -hmm. started up the game and kept dying and you were like you've barely touched it it's like you turned the game on for 30 seconds and then turned it off
0: uh sony uh uh, i guess this was an article by dean takahashi he said sony is pleading with developers to not abandon the ps3 (laughs) this was how bad it was yep how crazy is that? It's a very
1: different time.
0: And now it's like they, uh, they're beating them off with a stick. They got everybody.
1: Yeah, while their harem beats them off.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the episode where I famously insulted the Scottish. <laughs> I yeah, that.
1: I guess that's one thing we have to warn you guys about. Um we were uh, very far away from what you might call PC back then.
0: <laughs> I like to think we still are. Um,
1: we're, we're. How should I put this?
2: We're a, little a smarter.
1: lot smarter. We're, we're a lot more tactful in our approach, mm-hmm. and we have a bit more to say about social matters, whereas back then we were just kind of off the cuff raw.
0: I think we understood them back then, but uh, we didn't care to. Yeah, we definitely. Well, here's <laughs> the thing.
1: We don't, we're not afraid to hurt people's feelings, but we kind of, we'd like to avoid it if possible. Yeah, we'd like
0: to avoid it if they've done nothing wrong.
1: Whereas, back then, we, we, we just didn't give a shit.
0: Nah, no, but I mean, it's, really,
1: The it's, follies of youth.
0: But I mean, come on, it's it's the Scottish, dude. they can take a hit.
1: And they're, you're still doing
0: it. You're doing all right.
1: Well, see, what I'm trying to warn them about... Sorry for the sipping. Uh, What I'm actually trying to warn them about is some stuff in the future. (laughs) We say some pretty foul shit down the line. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really bad.
0: (laughs) And it's not just
1: about any one group of people. We kind of hit a bunch of... (laughs) hit a lot of different camps.
0: Yeah, I I feel like I... I said in this episode... I think I might have said that... y'all were gay.
1: That's uh, something. yeah. yeah we, we're, we're throwing gay around like it's the 90s. Um... <laughs> uh, uh... There's uh, a... When we... Like, take cover when we start talking about Don Cheadle being cast as War Machine. Because <laughs> that's, that's one that comes from Mike. Now look! Um... Oh, did you want to go ahead before? Because I was trying trying to warn them, uh, give them rough ideas of when to brace their, you know, All clench right. their oh, butt no, cheeks.
0: We'll get to those episodes when we get to them.
1: Um, well, I don't know when they are exactly. I'm just trying to, like, trying to remember stuff around it. We'll, um, we'll,
0: we'll do intros for
1: them. Anytime okay. there's an episode without Mike, clench your butt cheeks again, because uh, I dropped something regarding Mexicans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> huh. Interesting. I wonder if I've heard that. Um, It's not like Mexicans were exempt when I was on the show. No,
1: no, no No one was exempt. And you wouldn't be offended, but I don't know (laughs) about the rest of the Mexican population.
0: Look, this was, uh... This was... We were right in the post-Chapelle show era. Yeah. We were, like, right in that sweet spot where that shit came out when we were in high school. And it kind of defined our worldviews. Mm-hmm. Uh for better, and maybe worse some ways, but I think for the most part for the better. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah, uh, Scottish people. Um, But yeah, that's also kind of step one to... Once we get to our groove, which is pretty fast, I think, uh, we kind of have our little tropes where I say something offensive... You get really angry, and Joe embarrasses himself somehow.
1: (laughs) Joe has a real knack uh, over the course of the series of accidentally saying things about himself he doesn't want, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then going, just cut that out. And then uh, that's like, that's when I knew to leave (laughs) stuff in. Uh, We made mention of uh, Hideo talking about MGS4 being his last MGS. Which, of course, we know he made two more after that.
1: Uh, we also know he says that about every game he
0: makes. Two and a half more? Well, every Metal Gear game. He didn't yeah. say it anymore. He finally did it. He was forced to.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was also probably around this time, maybe a year or two later was when people started really uh, jumping back into MGS two and understanding what it was yeah meant and it was trying to say, but mm-hmm. uh, on this episode I called it dumb.
1: Yeah, um, that's that's something I'm glad because you hear so many stories about artists not being uh, acknowledged in their time. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm glad Kojima at least got to see the turnaround on that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but I mean, it's. Even before that, he's been... I mean, he's he's had his fair share of praise, let's say that. Yeah. Uh, and it may or may not have gone to his head. You went on a, a long rant about PC gaming because of Crisis.
1: Oh, I just thought that, that sort of, like, future-proofing of your game was kind of dumb, I think.
0: Yeah. I think it's... Definitely not a big deal. <laughs> no, it
1: wasn't. I was a uh, was a lot. I was a uh, great deal more fiery in my youth, <laughs> and uh, I was also. Um, what's the term I'm looking for here? Resentful, because <laughs> I was also very poor. Well, even more poor than I was back then.
2: Mm,
0: that's
1: right even more for back then than I am
0: now. Yeah, I didn't have a PS3 either at the time. I mean, they were $600. It was the console I wanted, but I didn't have a 360 either. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anything to the PS2. Uh, and then you and Joe sort of went back and forth about the uh, one-console argument, and you had a really strange concern about it.
1: I was worried about a Monopoly, I think. Yeah, that was my that was my argument for the longest time. Is if you have like my assumption was that the one console would be one proprietary console by one company, in which case they could just say, "Okay, you want to play games at all? Nine hundred dollars, and that doesn't include a controller."
0: You seem seem to be worried about like uh, IP. You were like. Uh, Well, if Microsoft is the only console, then we'll never get to play Nintendo games.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know where that came from. I think that was uh, more fire than anything else. (laughs) No, remember, my big thing back then was uh, longing for, I think it was the previous generation. Mm -hmm. The last generation where each console was unique.
0: Yeah, well, this was right after the Dreamcast had been obliterated. I mean, not right after. This is probably five years later. Yeah, I want to say,
1: isn't this the beginning of that uh, PS3 360? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, I was longing for the one before. Yeah. And I still, I mean, I still do. Like, I still lament.
0: <laughs> There's an article where Will Wright said that the Wii was the next step in gaming. (laughs) He thought it was the truth.
1: I I think Nintendo thought that too. (laughs)
3: I'm
1: I'm still actually not sure because I've heard about motion controls in the NX.
0: I'm sure it has some capability of... I don't know. It's probably backwards compatible to some extent. Hmm. And those little controllers probably have motion in them. Who knows? I can't read this. <laughs> it says... Lumber Ac Tight. Jack Bortite
1: Bortite
0: Bortite Oh, Lumberjack Barfight. <laughs> ah, that sounds
1: one, pretty cool.
0: The one game I, I I always wanted to see on the Wii. It just never got made. Mm-hmm. I wanted a Lumberjack Barfighting game.
1: That would be the manliest or thing bar ever.
0: Fighting, Or just a barfighting game in general.
1: Oh, kind of like uh, what we were initially promised with Bouncer. <laughs>
0: Um, uh, yeah, sort of, but I wanted it with the motion controls so you could break the glass over the table. Yeah,
1: like, swing and, yeah.
0: stab a guy.
1: That'd have been pretty cool.
0: E3 was experimenting. They were in their experimental phase. Do you remember that?
1: W- was this the
0: bad E3? <laughs> no, this was e for all when they opened it up to the public. Uh... For pay. Uh, So they had announced that they were going to do this. And I guess they did it, and I guess they never did it again, because I don't remember ever talking about it again.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, that actually... That would make sense if that is what led to the bad E3. Mm, Let's
0: see. I want to say the bad E3 was before this. as well. Oh, okay, in
1: which case it still makes sense in the opposite direction.
0: Because they scaled down, and I remember Kojima like made a speech about it because he was This is sad. not my E3. Yeah, he was like, where is my E3?
1: Kojima-san mad. English.
0: Um, yeah, and then the last thing we talked about, these, these ended really abruptly. This, especially this one, I think Joe just like... He'd be like, all right, we're
1: done, goodbye.
0: Bro, he was just like, he, it. just like the discussion ends like music comes and Joe's like, thanks for listening. I think, I can't remember. Let's see. Uh, and then the last thing we discussed was uh you were it was I think a lot of people predicted this, but you were pretty on point about you just were just hawking about uh you were talking about magazines and what was gonna happen and mm-hmm. we were this was right on the cusp of magazines not being relevant. This was probably like either the year or a year or two before. EGM. Yeah, I think EGM went out. I want to say, like, 2009, 8, mm-hmm. somewhere, 10?
1: Yeah, some a little later in this podcast cycle.
0: Yeah, and now, well, as we know now, the Internet is king, Internet blogs. Yeah. And there's, I mean, I think EGM, I know, let's say they're still printing, because they, they came back, like, the original owner. Yeah,
1: but it wasn't the same.
0: No, it's not the same. The Everyone
1: person... veered off in different directions.
0: Yeah, some of the writing was pretty good, uh, the design was pretty bad, mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Yeah, You know, I thought that the bad porn music was only for like three or four episodes, but it's for like the first 17 episodes.
1: Yeah, um, I feel like over the course of this podcast, each of us picked an opening, Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is Joe's, I think the next one is mine, and maybe the third one's yours? Um,
0: mm, no, well, let's see. Uh, the next one is, I think, Next Week was the first one I edited, and I found, like, some free, like, weird Spanish guitar music. Oh, yeah!
1: <laughs> wait, is that the Itagaki rant? <laughs>
0: uh, I don't
1: think so. I'm not sure. I do that. remember that, that guitar.
0: Yeah, me too. Now I look at it and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? But at the time... Well,
1: well To be fair, uh, there's a point where the music goes in flux later and uh, I have a moment like that down the line.
0: Yeah, I was listening to that one. Let's...
1: We may actually have to uh, edit that out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, that's, that's it. This is... But for now, it's bad porn music. So, back to that. Yeah. Um,
1: do we do we plug the guy who made it?
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I tried contacting him.
1: He responded to you on uh, SoundCloud. Oh, he
0: did? I didn't see.
1: Yeah, I thought what you did. did. No, what yeah, did he, he say? responded to. You. Uh, let me see if I can get it up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. Was he okay with it? Did you read it?
1: Yeah, I think you should stop calling it bad porn music, though, because he was pretty nice. (laughs) Rad. Uh, I think on SoundCloud, this person goes by Riley Strange. Yes, Riley Strange. It's like, yes, that is absolutely me, Michael, and yes, you can absolutely use the old tunage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's all he said?
1: If you feel like plugging my brand, if if you, that, if you feel like plugging my brand new solo album on here or on my Bandcamp page, I would love you forever. My music is, and then there's some information, blah blah blah. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Let's see. I've been gone a long time since. Uh, Let's see. I've been gone a long time since I've gone by the Phoenix UL moniker, I guess. It's been a while since he went by the name. He went on uh, Mm -hmm. whatever the place. But please, if you are finding use for songs, regardless of age, I'm stoked. I don't care about little bits of money here and there. I want to build a fan base, people who care about my art and how I create it. That's where money comes from. Real fans, not other artists. that That's where money comes from. Real fans, not other artists struggling just as much as I am. I'm tr- like trying to squeeze a pin. The, the, uh, <laughs> sorry, the, um, Grammar on this is a little weird, but I think the gist of it is um, not worried about money. I'd rather get money from fans who are, who are fans of the music than trying to pinch pennies out of other artists trying to create stuff. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're, we All seem right. to be good to go. Uh, he also, uh, they also want I want to know what you think of the new ma- their new material. This seems like a legit person.
0: I was, uh, I, well, he's real nice, but. I wasn't that big of a fan of this music at the time. Not that I think it's bad. I just think it sounds like porn music.
1: <laughs> you think? You think most stuff sounds like porn music, though.
0: <laughs> like what else?
1: Like uh, my opening and closing. <laughs> mm, really, there's... any anything I suggested, you 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 said sounded like porn music.
0: Uh, Anyway, so yes, this uh, uh, wonderful, wonderful music by uh, Mr. Riley Strange. It's rileystrange.bandcap.com. R-Y-L-E-E, Strange. And then Riley Strange Music on Facebook, but that'll all be in the the credits when we post. So if you want to go there and click and give him some money because he's such a nice guy, go ahead. Um, hey, yeah, so, here we go. Enjoy!
2: of another gaming podcast and I have with me today is of course Lionel uh. <laughs> <laughs> always laughing up a storm every time and going? we have a newcomer we have Mike hey there you, there you go <laughs> all three of you okay all right, and, okay, as always, we'll start off by saying what we've been playing. First, you, Lionel, what you've been playing.
3: Currently, I played Xenosaga for a bit, but then I had to take a break. I got oh. to a point where that game is just annoyingly difficult.
2: Yeah, that's that's how it works. That's how it works. It's still fun, but, I mean, it's just, I
3: don't know, I guess it's a, at this point it's a little less rewarding and more just kind of grinding through it. I rented it. Couldn't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How it, p- it's, a, it's a it's a RPG game for hardcore RPG gamers.
2: All right. How about you, Mike? What have you been playing? I've been playing Way of the Samurai.
3: Hell it yeah! It is a, it's a PS2 game on a purple disc. <laughs> yes. But it's fun as hell. There's no voiceovers, there's just mumbles.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like The Sims.
3: Uh, no, it's more yeah. like
2: Zelda. <laughs> grunts? Random grunts? Yes. Ugh. Random Japanese grunts.
3: Speak out an entire essay, and the only thing they'll actually say is, Nuh.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I gotta play that game now. Alrighty. righty. What you been playing, Joe? Oh, how about yeah. you? All right, I've been playing quite a lot. I've been playing well, – oh, I've been uh, playing – I just got the game Ratchet & Clank for the PS3. I have been playing the Ratchet & Clank games, but it, <laughs> it kicks ass. It, it Wait, does. is that your first PS3 game purchase? Yes, after three months, it is my first purchase. <laughs> Shit. Oh, yeah. You know how happy I was? The game is awesome, but here's the, um, the downside to it. I was playing the game, and about two hours into playing, I got this weird error code appearing, so the game stopped working. Yes, that, that that hurt a lot. Then I tried playing it again, and after starting it up five more times, it finally started to work. The PS3 is awesome. I love it so very much. Oh, my God. It's just nice to finally have a game on there. Uh, and then of course for the I've been playing on the DS I've been playing Phantom Hourglass I do have to admit the touch controls are pretty sweet very nice very nice
3: is that Zelda or something
2: yeah it's the the new Zelda game it's all touch control but yeah. not and then never heard of it and then of course I, I downloaded this demo today the Simpsons game for the 360 it was actually kind of fun I don't know why I couldn't stop playing uh
3: God Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, did you have a bad experience with a Simpsons game? Uh no. I'm just wondering, uh, is it as fun as the fairly odd parents game, Joe? Oh crap. Well <laughs> uh
2: I haven't really played that game, so I can't really tell you. <laughs> but I uh, know. <laughs> I don't really know. All I know is is that it's uh, it reminded me of the um, was it the Simpsons game on the Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo, the old really good one. I forgot I forgot what it was. The arcade one Treehouse of Terrors or something. I forgot what it was. What it was called. I mean, you
3: guys I just remember the arc, the arcade one where uh they all had weapons. Bart had like a skateboard and okay, Bart that that Vacuum Cleaner. Yeah. And you played as the only one who yeah. didn't have a weapon was uh, Homer.
2: He plays itchy and scratchy and all that <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, I think I know exactly Yeah. Yeah, it, it it reminded me a little bit of that. That was fun. So yeah. I've been playing those two things and also I'm still playing Final Fantasy Tactics and Jean d'Arc on the PSP, so Good, good. I got my hands full on that one. Alrighty. Since we got that part over with, let's start getting into all that gaming news stuff. The first article I found, which is something that's pretty cool, it's called Gaming Vest Lets You Feel the Pain. <laughs>
3: God, not that again.
2: Yes, it's back. (laughs) Wasn't
3: that like some $200 shit from 1995 or something? I was about to say that. I think it came out for the Sega. Yeah. I think it, it like, zapped the shit out of you every time you got hit. (laughs) Actually, I think it was screwed up. So, like, every time you got
2: hit or hit an opponent... (laughs) Well... This, no, this vest isn't. So it, you know, it's good for the mask. This no, this vest isn't um anything like that. Uh, <laughs> it's not as deadly. Um, <laughs> the way this vest, the way this vest works. Uh, let me see how. I me read this here. Oh yeah, it says connecting the vest to a PC via the USB cable. Small air pockets in the vest inflate suddenly in response to hits received in the game. So I guess like it just. Inflates in certain parts of the vest when you get hit by something. Inflate. Yeah, I mean,
3: so like, what if your character gets hit in the throat?
2: You're you're screwed. <laughs> the 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 cost of it is one hundred and eighty nine dollars.
3: I want to pay one hundred and eighty bucks for the game to
2: punish me with the fuck. Up. <laughs> well, I mean, they said the vest would be great for playing Halo and Call of Duty Four. Not if you suck. Oh. <laughs> I was, I was kind of, I'm kind of thinking right. here. Well, okay, okay. It's good if you're masochistic.
3: Let's talk about something a little less gay.
2: Actually, that's what they said in his article. It's quite gay. All right, uh, the whole, the whole um, Microsoft releasing their their new console version or something, new bundle or something, the three sixty arcade bundle. Yeah. It right. comes packed in with a bunch of uh, you know uh, live arcade games, but no hard drive. It, um But luckily, you get uh, a memory card with it. Isn't that exciting? How much does a memory card hold? Like, I think 50 megabytes, maybe?
3: Wait, wait,
2: wait. Around Sorry 50 again? megabytes, it's not much. You can, like, maybe hold a couple games in there.
3: What, what would that hold, one game?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's It sucks. Dude,
3: that, that's almost that's, as bad as the 40... PS2. Speaking of which,
2: Mike, did you, did you say you're gonna? I think Lionel told me you were gonna buy that. Are you? Are we? i, don't know. I, don't I was thinking
3: about it because Are you? It's. I don't know. I don't see what's wrong with it. It plays games, and I already have a PS2, so. Uh. Okay. Well.
2: Yeah. Okay. Then I guess it's fine for you, but for I mean.
3: Well, you know, I, I, I just enjoy the convenience as well. Oh what? Yeah. But I mean. Uh, I'd still kind of rather have like a regular PS3 with a 20 gig I mean but they don't sell them anymore so oh you should come to the GameStop out here there's like a bunch of them 20 gigs? yes what? for like 325 bucks 300? I can fucking afford that I'm 3 (laughs) dollars (laughs) away
2: well then get your ass to Vegas my friend and get that PS3 that yeah. would
3: that would like double my. Well, cost. How badly do you want that PS3? <laughs> Uh-oh, oh, oh well, well maybe you can like wire me the money and I'll buy it for you and then send it.
2: Actually, that could work. <laughs> uh, maybe get yourself a PS3. Somebody yeah. on
3: the internet uh, said they'd send me a calorie mate if I send them. So oh, send you what? A cal- what? Wait, what? A, ca- a calorie mate. What is mate? that? What the hell is? What is well, that? <laughs> Well, Joe, I wouldn't expect you to know since you buy games and don't play them.
2: Oh, it it oh, it's true. though. M- MGS three. Oh, that okay.
3: You know. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah that feel so dumb.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, an excuse. Yeah. I just don't play them. Lionel, shame on you. <laughs>
3: uh, hey, hey, that's that's not that's not much better, Joe. You didn't know who Johnny was.
2: That that's true. <laughs> Uh, okay, new topic. Apparently, it's me, on the top. Of the, the title of this article is "Sony has pleaded with developers not to abandon the PS3." No, oh, I'm, you serious. I'm serious. I'm serious.
3: <laughs> Go ahead and read their statements. Read what they actually said. Okay.
2: <laughs> All right, better hear this. Uh, it, apparently, this is like they have uh, this this guy named Dean Takahashi of the Mercury News. He like I guess was talking with one of the um. Uh, I guess, people from Sony or something like that. And let's see if I can find the comments. He said that one piece of news that came out this week was that Sony pleaded with third-party developers not to abandon its struggling platform. The argument is that the PS3 will show its strengths as developers learn how to make games for it. Well, that's...
3: Correct. No, I think, I think it means it's, like, hard to develop It is. For.
2: It's the hardest console to develop for out of all three of them.
3: Well, you know, it, it depends on, like, uh... I mean, you, you can say it's, like, hardest to develop for, but, you know, you gotta wonder by how much. Is this, like, a, a leap and a jump difficult, more difficult than the, uh, 360 or the Wii, or are we talking about, like, a little It's market? a huge Well, I mean... They said the, the same exact thing about the PS2. They said it was the hardest system to develop for, but, um, you know, obviously, PS2 blew the shit out of all the other consoles last generation. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Killed my I mean, screencast. It's, 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 <laughs> it's the only yeah. one that's actually still alive. Actually, yeah. yeah. We mentioned that before. It's actually going to be a viable, viable uh, contender during the... Uh, holiday shopping season, you
2: know. It already, it, it, it already is. It's, it's, how, um, it's doing much better. It's selling, more of them are selling than the PS3 this time right now, so.
3: Well, that's not that surprising. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's, it's a good console. I have to give it its due despite the fact that it, yeah, ignore me, it's just the ranting of a Sega fanboy.
2: <laughs> it's, it's still good. It's got a lot of, a lot of power left in it. I mean, they just released a new version of that white, uh, that white version looking one. Uh, I don't know, I don't know if it has a name or something, but yeah, they just released a new, uh, kind of it.
3: Yeah, they released a new version of it. I saw one of them hard drive things at the stove for 15 bucks. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, I could connect to the internet with it. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting it, but, uh, that's just taken away through <laughs> the it,
2: internet. <laughs> Yeah. He's got money stored away for it. We're kinda All right, Lionel, I got some great news for you, buddy. Guess what's coming out Uh-oh. in 2008? A new Dreamcast game. It's called Dynamite <laughs> Dreams. Wait, wait, wait. Is that
3: related to Dynamite? No, it's Top? a
2: cheap ripoff of Bomberman. Oh. of course. Yes, you can player. play it. On, you can play it on your, <laughs> your VMU and of course the Dreamcast as well. So, there you go. It's not dead. I mean, yes. wow. it, just think about it. This has gotta be some sort of hinting to the Dreamcast, you know, the second coming of the Dreamcast. I mean, games are still being made for it. There's still a chance for it.
3: Well, no, that's just,
2: that's just cause it's loved in Japan. I miss it. <laughs> this I do. I really do. Does anybody play Animal Crossing here? Damn it! No, uh, Joe. Why, the people? Uh, Mike doesn't
3: care, and I'm too. <laughs> Animal bored. Crossing is
2: awesome. Well, they're going to make an MMORPG of it, but it doesn't really matter because nobody yeah, here that. plays it except me.
3: <laughs> you know, every Nintendo uh, fan and fanboy probably plays it. You, oh, you is... won't be alone. Well, Joe, be on there with like-minded uh, fanatics. <laughs> Joe, this is going to uh, skyrocket your. Okay.
2: Thing,
3: I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's
3: the type of game uh uh girl's You'll be macking field. all on the in your hoes. Yeah, there you go, Joe. That's good news for you. They're all, all, yeah, all for you.
2: Go around. I got Animal Crossing. Love me. No, that will work. <laughs> never does. All right. The top listing for the top games out... The overall for the top games out, so of course, at number one is the Orange Box, as well. It's the Orange Box. It's got five kick-ass games in it. It's, 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 a, it's
3: a goddamn good deal is what it is. You get... What, five.
2: ...games around that thing?
3: Half... Five. Oh, that's just five games for pretty much the price of That's right. Of one it's new
2: Half-Life... Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 deal. Episode 1, Episode 2... Uh, Team Fortress, and of course, Portal. That game is awesome. I love that game so much. Gotta get that. And of course, it came in second, Halo 3. That should be like, that should be like, <laughs> yeah, That's that, that game, game should be like 20th place or some. Alright, uh, then the third one is, uh, then <laughs> what? Brain Age. T- Brain Age 2. Yes, that game...
3: Ca- Apparently that game is actually making
2: you smarter.
3: All right, check it Sweet. out. Man. I found the article. Apparently, it specifically made some kids in Scotland better at <laughs> math. They out of a group of thirty, the kids were divided into three, and for ten weeks, one of the groups used Brain Age to, uh, you know, to study shit. I believe uh, every morning, fifteen minutes before class started, and really it apparently worked.
2: Oh, well, screw yeah. college. I'll just get Brain Age.
3: <laughs> I don't think uh, I can, like, replace school. I think it just, it's just meant to supplement,
2: you know. Well, dude, 20, that's why I got to wait know. for Brain Age 3. That'll solve everything. Well, the Scottish are naturally
3: more uh, oh. than everyone else. <laughs> so I guess, uh, I mean, I wouldn't expect it to increase IQs <laughs> in like Japan oh. or... Well well I I will keep an eye out for future studies. Uh no, I'm, I'm I don't I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
2: All right. Number four, Phantom Hourglass. I mean that's that's the course. the game's awesome. Number five is Super Mario Galaxy. Number six is Brain Age, the first one. What's I don't understand
3: well, well well Joe, poor people <laughs> want to be
2: smart too. That's awful. <laughs> Alright, then number seven, we, we play, and then number eight is carnival games. games. Carnival games. It's this game that deals with mini games that you play carnival games. That's awful. What the? Well, let me guess. We, uh, we? yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, oh, and here we go. Here's a good one. Number 10 in the top 10 list. Is Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the Wii is like the one case where that game would actually make sense. Isn't most of that movie just them pretty much in the air? You know, to do all the spells and shit. I haven't seen any of them uh, or read like, any um, of the books. Yeah, uh, Same here. And I feel and I oh, feel like oh no, gonna- <laughs> I feel
2: bad. God damn it. <laughs> Well, I I personally uh, just don't care either way. Oh, goddammit. Oh, the, the movie wasn't that bad. At the end, they had this really nice, magical... Oh, listen to me. Uh, it was an okay movie. Uh,
3: Did he die? Yeah, but I think you got to wait for the last movie. Apparently, uh, people die in the last book.
2: Yeah, there's still a couple more movies I need to make.
3: There's been, like, crazy, like, spoiler warnings for
2: those books. I will have to admit, I will probably go see the the last bunch of movies. It wasn't that bad. It was okay. Oh, God. All right, here's the next thing. Uh, A list of canceled games. Games we will never see. Thank God. Okay, there's this one game. Prepare yourselves. It's called Dante. It was for the Xbox. It was a firefighting simulation.
3: Hey, 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 don't diss the firefighter simulations, man. There, there, there was a good one. Granted, it was animated the fuck out on uh, Sega Saturn. Really? Yes. It was called Burns Burning Rangers. Rangers, I believe. <laughs> They'll make yeah. a goddamn anime about anything. It won't be long before they have, like, Chronicles of the Taliban in Japan or something. Well, I like, thought it to was, freak you out further, there is a rather popular anime out there about baking that's bread. That's true. Uh, well, we got one about reading. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually about reading, but it's called Read or Die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. they got. They got fucking, <laughs> I, I thought it was weird that they'd have one about cars, but, you know... Oh, come, come on, Mike. You, you saw that episode of Read or Die in the Anime Club. This I can't remember it. She, she was blocking attacks from a staff with a
2: piece of paper.
3: <laughs> all right, so I guess it was about
2: uh, Okay, all I can say <laughs> is let it rip. That's all I can say.
3: <laughs> oh God, Beyblade. Oh God, Beyblade. <laughs> huh? Okay, yeah, it's a reference an anime about spinning top battles. Oh yeah, my second cousin—he brought over this weird toy that goes on his arm, and then it flicks out and (laughs) looks dangerous, but it's still still just plastic. Uh, did he did he scream, let it rip before using it? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh,
2: Terrible. Okay, um, Lionel, I'm kind of curious. What are your thoughts on the new Castlevania movie coming out? Uh.
3: God, well, you know, I'm glad uh, uh, that that Anderson jackass yeah, isn't directing anymore. But he's still writing. Who's that? Hmm? This guy, I think they call him Paul something something Anderson.
2: He directed the. Uh,
3: he, he's the genius behind those and also,
2: movie um, movies. And uh, also Event Horizon. Um, uh, Event Horizon and Mortal Kombat
3: as well. Yep. <laughs> Those are $500 sunglasses, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> wow. I was just talking about that to somebody the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That, that, that movie was, uh, I don't know. But um, I don't know. I don't trust him after what he did to Resident Evil, especially considering his script beat out huh? George Romero, the guy who did <laughs> the, uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, that guy is the king of zombie movies. Huh. The king of zombie movies should be making the Resident Evil movies. There's something horribly huh. wrong with that. So they're making a Castlevania movie, huh? Yeah, it's it's probably gonna suck. I don't know anything about that. All I know is uh that quote you always used to spew out. The one about uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh Oh shit, I forgot. Wait, wait. That, that one from Symphony of the Night, the one about uh, humans being a pile of secrets? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. What is a man? A miserable <laughs> pile of secrets. But enough talk. How about you? I always thought that was something Liquid would say. Oh, he does say have at you, Snake. Oh, my. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Speaking of Konami and Castlevania and Metal Gear, you know, the MGS movie. Oh. Oh, oh crap. They're actually, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Ko- Kojima's got, got a handle on that thing, right? Yeah, he's, like, producing it or something. Okay. Executive I got producer, f- I think. My wow. God. I don't know. I heard uh, rumors that uh, Toilet Boy uh. trying to get his hands on it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ryan actually had to go on the report and say this is bullshit. We has
2: nothing to do with it. <laughs> Thank. Uh, God. We, well, uh, let me yeah. let me see here.
3: Okay, sorry, sorry. We kind of pulled no. your way off track. It's all Joe. good. It's
2: all good. <laughs> uh, actually, that what's his name? The I forgot his name. I'll just say Toilet Bowl. I just, uh, yeah, him. Uh, he just released a new movie. Actually, Demon Demon Dungeon Siege or something. Yeah, that's what it was.
3: Oh, thank God I've never played the yep. game. Well, probably. from what I
2: hear, the game kind of sucks <laughs> ass anyway, so it wouldn't really matter. He's
3: just being a dick <laughs> for the sake of being a dick in that one. <laughs> Crazy Krauts. We all, we all know. I mean, it's probably common knowledge by this point that he's using, like, a loophole to make money eh, off
2: a shitty game. Probably. Well, speaking of Krauts... And uh, it see, it seems uh, Call of Duty <laughs> four. Uh, it's only get, It's only going to be between four and six hours of you know campaign time. Oh, they're, they're really which kind of bothers oh, me. It's like, I... oh no, it, it does. I, I mean, the Call of Duty two multiplayer was okay. let was, uh, it was It was okay. As long as everyone's well, I mean, not trying uh, to Well, keep in mind that the whole setup for the Call of Duty 4 multiplayer is that you can now, like, basically get, like, upgrades or something. Don't they have, like, weapons, custom? Uh, yeah, customs? I think so, but there's the whole balance issue that, you know, for noobs, if, like, you try and jump in, people could, you, like, you could probably get thrown into a match or people have already upgraded to their max or something and just, like, just tear you up.
3: Yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait! Don't like uh, Microsoft games, like like multiplayer games, Rank like system.
2: have like a system where they like try to keep people on the same level
3: within, like you know, like when they throw you in the random uh, rooms and stuff, they try and make sure that uh, put you in a room with uh,
2: people at the same yeah. level as you. Yeah, they have like that. that. But from what I've been hearing, that even with that, there's just been some like severe balance issues with the game or something, which is kind of disappointing. Uh-huh. Oh, I also get the game.
3: I've been a big fan of Call of Duty since the beginning, and like, there's no way my PC is gonna run that game. The campaigns were always like, yeah, yeah exactly. You know, seems kind of weird. It's a game where um, they yep. uh, do it in a modern setting.
2: It's in a modern setting.
3: They do what? Yeah, they they're doing this this new oh, yeah. war, the war is in a modern setting. So it's a it modern it setting now. I mean, you would think they'd be able to like create something crazy epic, and I'm sure they have. But like in the past, they had you know the, the landing at Pointe du Hoc in Call of Duty 2, and then the first one it had like paratroopers, like in the yeah. 101st D-Day, and they had that scene from Enemy at the Gates, storming mm-hmm. Stalingrad. It was nuts, but I mean, mm. yeah, yeah, they don't have anything to work with this time around. I was hoping they'd be a bit more inventive than, you know. Well, yeah. Probably going to be terrorists again. (laughs) Yeah, it's Russians.
2: I mean, well, just think about it. I mean, I'm sure that the Call of Duty people were just being pressured to change, you know, what they were doing because they've been doing the same.
3: Yeah, they they probably got a lot of people who aren't even fans of Call of Duty. They're just
2: like... Yeah, so I mean, it gets tiring playing the same type of theme, you know, over and over and over and over again.
3: Well, I'm sure it gets tiring making the same kind of thing over and over again. Yeah, true enough. Look at Hideo. He's like, you know, this is my last Metal Gear game. No, this is... No, this is...
2: Well, he I think. Well, I think from, the, from what I heard about that is yeah. that like he kept on saying that because those were, those were really going to be his last ones, but people or company or whatever kept pressuring him to you know yeah. just throw out more.
3: But I mean, even like with those, the story wasn't complete. It was still like wide open. But, well, you know, uh, MGS two left people scratching their heads and bitching and moaning because I don't know you didn't spell everything out for them. Yeah. <laughs> know, take take what I say about that game with a grain of salt. I I take stories in different than most people. <laughs> it's not really complicated if you really think about it. Yeah, but it it is kind of <laughs> dumb.
2: Uh, and it's okay. He can. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, uh, we're well, back to Call of Duty for a second. I mean, uh, when I was playing Number Two, <clears throat> I'd say my the best people I like playing as were definitely. The Russians, because they just wanted to survive so hard.
3: I know I did like that uh, opening scene, like their uh, tutorial, where they got you simulating, yeah, uh, grenade yeah practice good. with potatoes. Oh. Saying mm-hmm. saying the uh, grenades are <laughs> worth more than you are and shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's an, that's another thing that I'm gonna miss if I don't upgrade my PC is the mods, because like the mod community for all the Call of Duty games is like huge, like. Like you were saying, it it makes me think of a god that it makes the potatoes explode. But I mean, like, all the the levels, like, people make tons of multiplayer maps and single-player maps and, like, you know, mods that do outrageous weird shit, and it really adds to the longevity of the game. Consoles, that's going to be lost for me, but, like... They're gonna have mods. Yeah, for and, the like, PS3, there's Epic you know, setting think, it up so uh,
2: they can do mods for it. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's still that's still not enough though. Yeah. But when it comes to first-person shooters, I definitely have to say I would go choose PC over console any day. You know that also depends on what type of graphics. They're okay, the thing about Crisis is that the way that they um they built it, uh they built it so that it only is compatible with a computer that hasn't been built yet. If that makes any sense. Yes, they. What well, see, okay, okay, no, here, here's the thing about that. It is and it isn't. It is because, well, nobody has the parts yet. No one has the graphics card or sound cards that allow you to have the, the that'll give you the full experience of the game. But the good part is, is that later on down, if you know, in the future, like a few years from now, you'll be able to pop it back in and you'll be able to finally be able to play at its fullest. So I guess you, you gotta, I don't know. Uh, it's actually, it's actually well, coming out in November, out? I believe. Okay, here's so the thing. You can you can play it. They've optimized the game enough so that you can at the like the lowest you know specs it will play decent. But if you really want to get the full experience, you're gonna to have to wait at least a year or two when the you know proper graphics cards and whatnot come out for it. Uh, okay, well think about this, Lionel. A graphics card now, the one that's required, like the high end. Like if you want to if you want to get the best out of Crisis right now, you gotta get the high end type of graphics card, and that will cost you around four hundred dollars.
3: Yeah, but in the two years that the new graphics card come out, it'll be like... That's well,
2: pretty much that's how PCs work.
3: why I can't get into PC
2: gaming. I I, I mean,
3: I'm, I'm broke enough as is, even with a job. This is the first time I've ever heard anything like that yeah, happen. Let
2: me, <laughs> let me see if I can <laughs> find the, the article about it. But yes, they've... They, that's the um, I, f- I forgot the name of the company, but yeah, that's their whole idea behind it all. They want to make it so that the game is, you know, it's like a kind of game where you can come back to it you know years from now and say hey I can play crisis now. Yeah, I can't even play oh, the Call Lord. of Duty 4 demo and that pissed me off. I have like at least somewhat decent graphics card. <laughs> it's like it's only a couple months old, damn it.
3: Mm. Jesus. Yep. There's no demo no, on N- uh Xbox not yet. Live they just anything?
2: released the um well they had the multiplayer demo up for a while, but it just uh yeah, it, it hasn't been the there it's hasn't the been a 360 demo release for it yet. And what really sucks is that our Crisis is only going to be on the PC. I want to play that game so badly. It's only on PC.
3: It's only on PC?
2: Look it up. What? Are you sure? The, and here's the thing. Oh, the whole reasoning behind that is because they said uh, they felt the PC is like, you know, it's the only way it can harness its power or something, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What well, a bunch of assholes! It's like, do you remember when, uh, when, like, before Killzone came out, they had the the ads for Shell Shock Noms, uh-huh. like '67 or something, and like the ads were like, "Powered by the groundbreaking Killzone engine," <laughs> the shit wasn't even out yet. That guy was ridiculous. When we get Nam 67 like, you'd, you'd shoot a guy with an AK-47 or an M16 from, like, a hundred yards away and their head would fucking pop. It popped. And the, the whole thing was like, it shows the grim reality of war. Well, like, it was just ridiculous. Like, they would run at you in swarms of five and they'd speak broken English and then they'd
2: explode
3: with bombs on them? What? I don't even know. That game was fucking ridiculous, but it was Okay, well,
2: speaking of uh, broken English uh in crisis uh it takes place I guess you're like some superhuman guy or something and you're going against the koreans or some crap like that uh and the AI is supposed to be really 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 good and the difficulties like the one like if you choose like the easy difficulty then everything's fixed you know just to make everything super easy for you and here's something that's kind of odd on the normal difficulty uh all the people speak English but apparently on the difficulty like the highest difficulty everybody speaks Korean. That's supposed to add to the difficulty. Yeah, exactly.
3: Like, like they're supposed to. Isn't that... <laughs> it no, like I think they get actually get just no straight subtitles. speak
2: Korean. So, yeah, no subtitles. Wow, that's... That increases the difficulty, except...
3: So, I, I, like what they, uh-huh. I, I like what they tried to do there. I mean, at the very least, I guess it's like... They tried to encompass a bit of... Maybe cynical realism into the difficulty. Like... The one issue I've had with, like, a lot of games as far as difficulty goes is, um, you know, there's no, like, rhyme or reason as to why it's easy or difficult. It's easy, there's, like, less enemies, or they're fucking stupid as all hell, or it's like the first MGS where you can shoot a guy in the head times and you go back to sleep. I don't know And then on the difficulty All you gotta do is Step in the wrong place And suddenly everyone's pissed And 5,000 people are coming uh, here.
2: Well Here's the thing I found a little odd about it Okay If that's supposed to Increase the difficulty What about people Who can speak Korean
3: Well in Korea
2: yeah, Koreans
3: speak English
2: <laughs> <laughs> That makes perfect sense
3: because <laughs> you're in bizarro world when you play that
2: game three. <laughs> I, uh, wow. I gotta play Crisis now. It sounds awesome. I found this other article. This guy, uh, this um, someone from uh, from EA, I can't find where his, na- where his name is, but uh, a guy from EA made a comment about how he wants to have just one console. He doesn't want to have yeah, he doesn't want to have multiple oh, consoles. Pretty, I mean, That's never ever yeah. going to happen.
3: This way, he can pump out the same <laughs> game over and over once,
2: <laughs> as opposed to over and over three or four times. I mean, it, it would make things a lot easier for developers. I mean, mm. they would only have to build on one system.
3: Yeah, yeah, but but didn't we just get the same same fucking games over and over? You honestly, because mm. you know what that means for you, Joe, right? Nintendo game, Nintendo games. No, 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 that's so not consoles, true. No no, 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 no. I mean, it, it we we end up with either the either the Xbox or the. No, no, no. PS3 see, if they made one console,
2: then it. see, it's just one piece of hardware, one dev kit to work with. All the different publishers and different companies—they would still be making their own type of games for it.
3: Yeah, I mean, it'd basically be like a standard-issued
2: PC. Except
3: everybody would yeah. have like.
2: It's never going to happen, though. No one would. They they won't. They won't cooperate.
3: Put it that way; yeah. it's a bit easier to accept.
2: But that's true. You know, I, I, I mean, I think like about it: company. could Sony and Microsoft ever work together? No.
3: They <laughs> never work with the white man. No, I, I don't want them to work together.
2: Okay. The minimum sp- I found I was looking for for the crisis: the minimum specs for it is that you have to have at least two gigs of memory. Uh, damn. That is. I can never. Yeah. I. <laughs> I I'm and you need to have at least XP or Vista. Yeah, Lionel, you're out again. <laughs> and your processor I'm needs to again. be an Intel Core 2 Duo with 2.2 gigahertz. I'm 30 damn. 30. Okay, yeah, Lionel, your computer will explode if it tries to run Crisis.
3: No, it'll spit it back out. It'll spit it at me at, like, velocity oh, powerful enough to slice through my head. <laughs> Who do you think, Okay, uh, that I think was just boy? the
2: recommended uh, recommended <laughs> specs, the minimum specs. Okay, Lionel, you might be able—wait, to... no, so you can't do this. The the minimum system requirements: one gig of RAM no. instead of two. You can do it, and at least twelve gigs of hardware space. Yeah.
3: I'm <laughs> Christ, that's like a third of what I have total. <laughs>
2: And uh, the processor, if you're running on XP, you need um, at least 2 point – wait, the processor power increased? You need at least 2.8 gigahertz or faster on XP and at least 3.2 gigahertz faster or Vista. Jesus. I could – damn, I won't be getting that game anytime soon. All right, all right.
3: We we talked enough about.
2: Christ I am depressed now. None of us will ever be able to play it. Alrighty, looks, okay. Uh, the, uh, will time. Will Wright, the creator of the Sims and whatnot, he he made a comment uh, about saying how he feels that the Wii is pretty much the first generation of the next generation consoles. If that makes any sense.
3: He sees Wii as being the next step in how. Life.
2: Yes, exactly.
3: Consoles are going to be handled.
2: Uh I hope not. Ah, I like having it? the
3: difference. I like to have uh, both. I like to have an alternative, you know.
2: Well I don't want one No no, I don't think he, he means like way to that it's games. gonna be the only way. I think he's just saying that's kinda like just like the first step in the whole the next level of how games, you know, are gonna be played. I'm sure there's gonna be other, you know, iterations of, you know, consoles and whatnot. I don't think he's gonna like you know, only saying just for that. I mean, I love the Wii and Nintendo okay. stuff and whatnot, but I wouldn't want that control scheme for all the games of the next-gen consoles. That no, would go crazy. Well, how about you? How about you, Mike? What do you feel about the Wii exactly? I'm curious.
3: It's a nice idea, but, I mean, it's too much for the casual gamer. Like, As a somewhat, I consider myself a little bit of a hardcore gamer, like what is there for me that's hardcore on the Wii? <laughs> Like cooking mama, that's it. You know? <laughs> I mean <laughs> Yeah, that that seems to be the uh, the uh, you know, the key issue with uh, the Wii as far as uh, games go and all that. Well they're getting they're Soul getting caliber like, yeah. games. Yeah. And yeah like, so that that seems to, uh, I don't know. am I don't know if it's gonna like revive the I don't know, gonna like bring a uh, uh, you know bring the uh, hardcore gamer one yeah, and go ahead. It might help oh. the control scheme i mean it's like it's a fantastic idea but i mean you know, like developers are complaining that it's not precise enough you know oh, okay. you, you can't do exact motions of of what you want to have
2: yeah, in the game
3: but, i mean i'd like right. if i were a developer i'd i'm going to tell the world right now nobody steal it it's copyrighted <laughs> what it's lumberjack barfighter Lumberjack <laughs> Jack Barfighter for the Wii it, It's Could you imagine that? It's kind of be sad because awesome. I can't imagine
2: it Okay, actually that, That'd be kind of cool you
3: take the little wand and like turn it sideways Use it as like a, a fucking broken bottle <laughs> You like swing it down and break it on the edge of a table Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah, cool. somebody with it
2: well, Okay, okay Mike awesome. uh, Whenever I make a game for the Wii, I, I'm going to recruit you <laughs> That's that. That's a definite. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. okay. Now. Um. Well. Okay. The Wii. Yeah. It is the way that Nintendo has been pushing it. The they they're it's pushed towards the casual gamers. It's not really pushed towards the hardcore anymore. I'm going to admit that right now. It's their focus isn't really seeming to be hardcore. So if you want to do that sort of thing, yeah, your best bet probably be the 360. That's like the best place to go for that type of thing.
3: It's kind of a. Uh a bit more of an untapped market in comparison, In comparison, you know, to, like, <clears throat> the other consoles. I mean, it's getting a lot of people, not even just, like, casual gamers, or rather, it's creating casual gamers. And that's why they're making so much money. People who don't play games at all. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, you know, give them time. Maybe, like, in the future, they'll, like, maybe make a shift in focus towards... Uh, you know, the more hardcore crowd. Once they've got the uh, casual. Well, move,
2: I mean, Nintendo I did say that they're not, round. you know, shunning their hardcore, you know, crowd or something. They're just.
3: Well, not Nintendo. Nintendo's hardcore crowd is like Metroid I, and Smash. <laughs>
2: Smash, Smash it? Too. Don't forget that.
3: Smash Brothers. That has a lot of tournament play. If that counts for anything. There's no like. There's no like. I'm gonna fucking turn this thing on and <laughs> kill some fucking minorities. Whoa. whoa. You know? Hey, like hey, all whoa. the other no more cast. heroes. Wait for no more heroes. Yeah, besides that I mean wait, doesn't that take place in Mexico? No, California. California, yeah. Santa destroy California. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, no more heroes. God and, uh, bless Super 51's <laughs> heart. I hope he can pull some. Okay, well, some well, file okay. Of first of
2: all, game. Mike, you gotta understand that <laughs> Nintendo has never really focused on hardcore games like that. I mean, ever. So yeah. wait,
3: wait, 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 yeah. wait a second.
2: Wait. Isn't, isn't yeah, Nintendo it's Nintendo banned. It's so banned in the UK. That's think it's kind of funny.
3: Fucking Nintendo, like, I used to be, like, all about Nintendo, you know, Super Mario, and I wanted a fucking Super Nintendo, and then the Genesis came out, and I got that, and, like, I kept getting older, and now I'm 21, and I don't want to fucking, I don't want (laughs) to shoot fire out of flowers anymore. You want to shoot fires out of a flamethrower? Uh, yeah, or my hands. (laughs) I want a, a more, uh, more dangerous-looking enemy than the turtle with spikes on its back. <laughs> I don't know, man. What about the ones with spikes on his back, some wings, and they throw hammers? That's kind of, <laughs> that is pretty dangerous. I will give him that. I mean, turtles shouldn't have wings to begin with. But if you caught one, I mean, it'd make a good pet. Yeah, so it throwing hammers at you? <laughs> Well, you'd have In to domesticate fuck. it. You can't say that about, about Resident Evil 4. If you caught a Ganado, it would make a good pet. <laughs> oh, yeah, true enough. True <laughs> enough. Those parasites scare me. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Maybe maybe uh, uh, what they call those, uh, uh, El Gigante? Yes. Maybe that would make a good pet. I mean, uh, Ganado didn't manage to train those things. <laughs> One problem is they might spike you. <laughs> they still killed the Ganados. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> all right. I guess you gotta be like, <laughs> all right, moving or... on, moving on. <laughs> yeah, okay. Enough about domesticating uh, video game creatures. It just kind of hit
2: me. <laughs> Mario's a cosplayer. All right, all right. Got that frog suit, raccoon suit. Uh,
3: hey, you're right. Oh yeah, he does dress things he's not supposed to be. Yeah, but sometimes he just gets lazy. I mean, World, which one was it for the or World
2: or Land?
3: Which Super Mario World. <laughs> yeah, he just a scarf around his neck.
2: Mario's never well, gotten laid, has he? He's always saving her, but he never gets laid. God.
3: Or she's in another castle. Why doesn't he
2: just like just take her to in another back? castle? What about Luigi? He never gets any either. I, I feel bad. He's always getting he's always getting he gets beaten up all the time. God up with that He went missing oh, they're missing oh that was an awful game Jesus
3: yeah well, well that's another thing Luigi gets all the crappy games he got he got the well. educational game oh god missing, and he oh. got the Ghostbusters oh. rip
2: that game was he did it awful. low budget he sucked them in a awful. vacuum okay uh, last thing to talk about here is uh, E4All that is the basically the new E3 but this time it's open to the public But here's the catch. You got to pay. Oh, thank God. I think it's like a hundred dollars. I think uh, I was listening to a podcast and I think it's like IGN's compass or something. And they said that because they were there, they said that for like maybe I think like six pack or something, it costs like around almost $400 or something like that. That's a lot of money. Uh, And they said that it's pretty. They're like, there are basically no big publishers there. The place was pretty barren. Yeah, I don't think it's. They might bring it back, but no, give it give it time. Give it time with E3 pretty much. Well, I mean, considering we get everything from the web anyway. Party. I mean, would it really matter if they just got rid of the conferences altogether? Okay. All right. So, what do you think about if they just got rid of the conferences altogether?
3: Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, they they obviously serve a purpose. You know, it's obviously it, it's kind of cool to have something to you know look forward to throughout the year to. I guess uh, it, it's probably, you know, it'll probably be more, like, cost-efficient and all that shit, and, the you know, games will just come out when they come out. I don't know. Considering I grew up, like,
2: you know, with gaming and E3 being the big thing of yeah, the year as that's far true. As gaming goes. I mean, it was, out, a, it is, actually, it still is a good idea, what they're doing, you know, the whole big... No,
3: so, you know it's a good place to display like what what they have, yeah. what They're going to throw out and all that, you know. You know it, it gives them a good time to really. Yeah,
2: uh, that's true. Now, um, also, yeah. it's kind of interesting because I've, really, I've been thinking about this, considering like once again that most people just get all their gaming news from the web. Don't do you think that gaming magazines are probably going to become obsolete?
3: You know, what I was thinking about actually. Um, I don't know for certain. Uh, I mean, you know, you know, having the stuff on the web does help, and I'm thinking what gaming magazines are going to have to do now is bring in a new draw, something, that, you know, a new reason to pick up these magazines. things. I mean, you take something like, I mean, gaming is uh, one thing. You know, what with uh, the web, you get, like, uh, trailers and you get a lot of information and stuff like that. But, um, for one, the gaming magazines... They're either going to have to make websites of their own, which would defeat the purpose, but um, or they're going to have to like get news that you can't readily get from, you know, internet gaming sites, and they're going to have to add some other draw to buying them, like uh, the like that uh, PlayStation magazine has the yeah. yeah, demos in their thing, uh, amongst other things. I mean, like uh, here's a, another example, a bit of an mm-hmm. awesome. you take uh, anime magazines for example. Aren't anywhere near as common as gaming magazines yet. Newtype, which is you know the gaming magazine, goes for Jesus. like a hundred something bucks for a year subscription. Now you know, considering with the sheer number of anime sites,
2: both official and homemade,
3: they're still making a profit, a heavy profit, not only out here but in Japan. Well,
2: you see more right more there that that's um day. it's on both sides. It's a both and in- see they got both international and you know within the the country, so that's probably why they're still doing well. But, I mean, the gaming stuff, I don't think they're really out there, like in Australia and Asia, and maybe they are. No, I don't think they are. I think that their main place is just America.
3: Maybe. You're probably right. Well, no, I think the gaming magazines are still uh,
2: out in Europe, Out during the during. That's true. The, uh, but, I mean, it's just... I mean, I brought it up because I mean, there's like so many, you know, how blogs and podcasts are becoming so popular and whatnot. And personally, I just get all my news really from just listening to the podcast nowadays. Uh, so I mean, if they just were to do that, like to set up some sort of subscription thing or something, well, I mean, they already do it. But you know, uh, how can I say this? You know, just if like if the magazines just were to go completely and they just were to focus completely on the web and they they just started focusing on the podcast thing, I, I tune in every single day.
3: You'd have to.
2: You don't have a choice now. That's kind of annoying actually. You know, uh, oh, okay. The options. Like all the different options. Okay. I see what you're saying then. Okay. Alrighty. Well I believe that's that's all good for this for this episode. Okay. Alrighty. That was the third episode and I believe that's that's it. Goodbye.
1: Thing. (laughs) Uh, maybe warn (laughs) him.
0: Maybe,
1: like, oh, I don't know that a running gag for between us was you calling it bad porn music. (laughs) So you kind of say it by default.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to mention it. If he listens (laughs) and, and says something, then we can talk about it, but. I'm kind of assuming he won't listen.